0: Hello, beautiful souls. In an effort to relieve some of the stress surrounding the coronavirus pandemic, I have decided to release the Soul Flow audiobook here on this podcast for free. There are 15 chapters in total, 17 if you count the introduction and closing thoughts, and a new chapter will be released daily starting Friday, March 20th, 2020 through Sunday, April 5th, 2020. Please enjoy this free audiobook, and if you'd like to support me and my work, consider leaving a review on Amazon or for this podcast, following me on social media—my Instagram handle is Martin. posting about this book to social media, and sharing this podcast and my other resources, which you can find linked in the show notes, with your friends and family. I am sending love and light to you all during this time. Enjoy the audiobook. Chapter 11. The Divine Feminine. I've been trying to figure out exactly how I want to begin this particular chapter, and it only feels natural to do what I've been doing all along. To paint a picture by telling a story. So that's exactly what I'll do. But in order for it to make sense, it's important that you know something first. Something about my morning routine. I start off every single morning by pulling a few tarot cards for a reading. In case you're wondering, I own the Wild Unknown Tarot and Animal Spirit Decks by Kim Kranz. The animal spirit card I drew this particular morning stirred something deep within me and took me to a level of awareness I didn't even know I had. I want to share that with you. Before pulling that tarot card, I'd woken up, put my slippers on, and headed for the bathroom. I'd splashed some cold water on my face, brushed my teeth, and was about to put my contact lenses in, but something that morning was different. Good different. As I stood just inches from the mirror, contact lens balancing on my fingertip, I saw something in my eyes. It was just a flash, but it was there, and it certainly wasn't my ego. For the first time in a long time, I paused. I took in the size of my pupils, the dots of gold and hazel in an otherwise greenish-gray landscape. I sensed the calmness and tranquility that comes with starting a new day before we become unhinged by responsibilities, to-do lists, and impossibly high expectations. I saw worth and love and tenderness. I saw her, the divine feminine. I saw me. And then, just like that, She was gone. Befuddled, I love this word and I hardly ever get to use it, I'd wandered into the kitchen, brewed myself a cup of tea, then carried my tarot deck onto the patio and began to shuffle the cards. The animal spirit card that fell onto my lap rendered me speechless. It was the dragon, which said, when we look in the mirror, we may glimpse the self behind the self. The one who is always watching us, guiding us. The self behind the self. For the first time in 30 years, I saw her. It dawned on me that while that contact lens helps me see in a literal sense, it couldn't help me see on a soul level. How often do we look in the mirror without actually looking, without actually seeing? do we ever truly see ourselves, all of ourselves? I'd like to believe that every single one of us holds the potential to reach full awareness of self, but I'm not so sure it's a place we can arrive at, someday maybe, perhaps when our souls are no longer attached to this earthly realm. Full awareness of self is more of a journey, our soul flow journey. You see, this glimpse of the divine feminine caught me off guard because the masculine has been at play for most of my life. Masculine energy, the doing, the action, the achieving, is what I've known best. As you well know after reading previous chapters, it's what I've identified with. My 20s were heavily focused in this arena on how much I could do. In one of my favorite books, Lunar Abundance, author Ezie Spencer mentions how this shift in mindset can happen at an early age. It's actually quite simple and quite tragic. Throughout girlhood, I identified with my father. No surprise here, but he exuded masculine energy. As a young girl looking up to him, I then immersed myself in that energy. I absorbed it. I made it my own. That was a defining moment for me. Without even realizing it, I'd accepted the masculine and rejected the feminine. I certainly don't regret how my childhood happened to unfold or how my life has played out up to this point. I acknowledge that my life would look very, very different without the influence of masculine energy, but I am now overtly aware that I had forsaken one for the other. I shoved my feminine energy so far down for so many years that it couldn't possibly resurface. And what's worse is that I didn't want it to come up for air because I knew exactly what would happen once it did. I would feel. And I'm not just talking about surface level emotions like feeling happy or sad or angry. I'm talking about something much greater the feelings that reverberate deep within your core. It's hard to explain what this feels like because I imagine it's different for everyone. This afternoon, I was swinging in my hammock in the backyard, watching the hawks soar in the breeze and the leaves rustle in the trees. I closed my eyes as the sun emerged from behind a cloud, a sudden fiery heat radiating throughout my entire body. It was so powerful that I could feel it against the backs of my eyelids. Instinctively, my eyes began to water. With tears streaming down my face, I smiled. Not for any particular reason, but because I felt like it. I felt overjoyed, grateful, and blessed to be in that moment. A moment where I could feel the heat and the breeze and the gentle sway of the hammock, working in tandem with gravity. I've experienced so many more moments like this now that I've welcomed feminine energy back into the picture. As someone who hardly used to express emotions, crying in the middle of the day simply because I feel like it is a pretty big shift. Allowing myself to feel has been one of the greatest gifts I've ever given myself. I am 30 years old at the time of writing this and I am just now acclimating to this feminine energy. Maybe acclimate is the wrong word. Perhaps I'm becoming reacquainted with it, and it is beautiful. The divine feminine does not try to be something she's not. She doesn't judge or compare, worry or fear. She is quiet yet deliberate, peaceful yet resolute, not always seen or heard, but significant beyond measure. She's behind every thought, every decision, every action, every feeling. She guides without pushing. She requires nothing, yet gives everything. Getting to know this feminine energy has been one of the greatest joys of my life. In a way, it feels like a return home, something that's impossible to explain in words because, again, it's a feeling Like when you pull into the driveway of your family home for the first time in five years. Or the way your mom always smells of bergamot and patchouli when she wraps you in her embrace. The way your sister lights up when she flings open the door to greet you. The way your dad looks at you every single time like you're still his little girl and always will be. That feeling of home. That's what the divine feminine feels like for me except it's wrapping myself in my own loving embrace. It's feeling the corners of my eyes crinkle as a sincere smile spreads across my face. It's catching myself in the mirror, my true self, with steadfast conviction that I am worthy, deserving, and loved no matter what. No matter what. This isn't to discredit the masculine. Masculine energy has taught me so much about my thoughts, behaviors, and actions. It's helped me create a life that I am beyond proud of. In no way has one replaced the other. I've just become self-aware, aware that for me, my doing falls under the masculine and my being falls under the feminine, that my doing is more susceptible to fear, whereas my being is grounded in love. One of these energies might stick out to you like a sore thumb. Some of you might know exactly which one has been at play for most of your life. For others, the answer might not be so obvious. Between being and doing, ask yourself where you feel most comfortable. Do you enjoy waking up and making mile-long to-do lists knowing that you get to tackle the day? If so, you may be more prone to masculine energy. If the thought of a to-do list makes you cringe and you'd rather just float through the day, the scales might be tipped more toward the feminine. Embracing both is a delicate balance, one where you hope to do without your ego getting in your head, and one where you hope to be without your ID telling you it needs this or that, now, now, now. It's in the divine feminine, in this state of being, that we can rest, release, and surrender while also opening up space to draw inspiration. It's in the masculine that we can take that space and inspiration to serve and create in line with our soul and purpose. That soul purpose and our soul flow are intrinsically linked to the delicate balance of these energies. I say this all the time, but I'll say it again. Too much of one thing is never a good thing. Constant striving can lead to burnout. Inaction can lead to undesirable vices. It's in the balance, in the yin and the yang, that we can finally begin to understand just what our soul flow has been trying to reveal to us all along. That we are enough, right now, as we are. Reflection. Do you identify more with masculine energy, action, and doing or the feminine, emotion and being? What role does each play in your life? Is there one you'd like to incorporate more of? If so, how will you commit to doing this? If you want to embrace the masculine, perhaps you'll finally initiate that long-awaited project or speak your mind in the next meeting at work or try something new, even if it scares the living daylights out of you. If you want to embrace the feminine, Perhaps you'll create space in your day for feeling and being. Perhaps you'll meditate with crystals and essential oils. Perhaps you'll watch a movie that gives you all the feels and makes you cry. Perhaps you'll perform a cleansing ritual to remove unwelcome energy, like staging your house. What will you do? How will you be?